<laughs> what a day. Today is March 8th. Daily energy every single day. I change your freaking reality. <laughs> What's good, guys? Um, wake up. Have a great day. Let's get to it. There was some beef yesterday with Hoop Mixtape and Isaiah. I made a little video on it that I'm going to edit later. I might be on YouTube, but I'm also going to discuss it here. And I want to talk about yesterday's workout, which is my upper body day. And what this podcast is, is just a framework of my training to give you insight and details into what I do every single day. And I keep it to the day because my mind goes everywhere. And the only thing I can do is talk about today, which incorporates yesterday's workout and my plan for tomorrow. And that's what we're going to do. Um, so yesterday, I'm going to start with my workout, and then I'll get into Isaiah and the Hoop Mixtape thing because I got a quick take on it. Um, uh, hint, hint, it's all love, baby. Um, so when I go to upper body, right, a great tip is I, I, I always work on my chest, my shoulders, my back. It's always after my jump day. If you want more about my jump day, go back to the last podcast. So I'm up on my upper body day. And one thing I notice I do is for chest. Chest is a good example. Back is a good example. There's different parts of your chest. There's the upper chest. There's the like the width of it. There's like the under chest and like the cuts. And different different days, I usually do upper body about once a week. Different days, I kind of focus on one. So if my upper chest looks like I need a little bit more definition there or a little more size, I'll do that exercise first. So I'll warm up and then I'll focus on upper chest. But then the next time I do upper body, I'll be like, you know what? I want a little bit more of the width, the shape of it. And so my my energy at the beginning of the session after I warm up will go on the side and the shape of the chest. So it's constantly changing, and that's where the patience comes in because you can't just do the same thing over and over again. If you want the aesthetics and the size, you got to keep changing it up and stay consistent with it. That's how hard it is to do everything at once. you got to keep all these pieces cooking at once, and it's really hard to keep them all balanced and and make progress in every area but it's about time and diligence and patience and there's a great quote i found yesterday from james clear who uh created atomic habits it was just perfect and here it is the most powerful powerful force in the universe is compound attention anyone can focus on meaningful actions every now and then but hammering away on what matters day after day is what delivers exceptional results what you focus on becomes your life so my training is pretty much my focus and my health and I say training, but it's really my energy. It's really maximizing everything I do every day to maximize my my life. And I like that quote, and it leads into my next topic I wanted to talk about today, which is a cool part of this podcast. I always talk about the compound experiences, and one of those is there's some kind of universal energy. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this in a podcast before, but it feels like when you're in tune and you're clear and you're happy and you're making progress, there's a universal energy that everyone's feeling. For example... Last Thursday, I woke up, and it felt like the longest day in history, and I kept thinking it was Friday. My friend I was talking to thought it was Friday, and then later at night, I thought the next day was Saturday, meaning I thought it was Friday. It just felt like Thursday was Friday, and then multiple friends had that same feeling, and then at that night, I was exhausted. Like It felt like I almost lived two days. Like It was almost like the wrong timing, and there's all weird forces in the universe, and time is kind of like an illusion, so there might have been some kind of pull but that was just a weird one and then another one was yesterday's podcast I was talking about the compounding habits and how they add up and you got to add all these different things and habits become your routine I talked about it on the wake up the sun podcast which I was a guest on as an interview please stay tuned for that I killed it you guys are going to love it I really love the conversation with Matt we really hit it off it was awesome so 
The compounding habits was another one. And then I came across that quote with James Clear. So maybe it was in my subconscious. Maybe I read it somewhere. But the point is, there's a million things like that. I talked about it with Casey Neistat in like a shoe video one time. I remember that. Um, That's a long one. If somebody remembers that, you guys are awesome. But the point is, that was something that I feel like is just in the universe. And we all are in tune with this frequency. And we don't even know it. But I'm going to keep those experiences coming on this podcast. Because when you see it, I may talk about a topic that you might have thought about the night before. And I wake up and talk about it. And there's something there. It's really interesting to me. And I feel like it just is a sign we're on the right path. Okay, so we work out different body parts. Another thing I wanted to talk about was the workout was um, my abs set. At the end, I was doing abs. And I do the hanging leg raises. And it's all about focusing on the muscle you want to target. And I wanted to... express how hard it is to have that body awareness and what I mean by that is the second set I was tired and I was trying to uh, lift my legs and I couldn't I couldn't hit the right muscles and it was hard to hit my abs it was hard to hit my side of my abs my obliques and I want to express that to you because making that connection to hit the right muscles when working them out is a skill in itself Working a muscle is a muscle. So yesterday I, I didn't have – I felt like my rating of that second set was a C plus. Like I hit them a little bit, but it's really hard to hit the right muscles, hit the small muscles. So just know that that takes time. And when I see somebody like my friend Justin who's got a great physique and he's really killing it and he's so in tune with his body, that's not just he's worked out forever. That that he's developed such a fine tune with his body he can hit the right muscles and develop – the parts he wants very, very uh, minutely, like uniquely, every little tiny little intricacy he can hit. So that's impressive, and it's a skill. So start working on it if you want to build your body, your jumps, your jump technique. Every little awareness to, to, to fire properly, to jump properly is a muscle. Okay, now I'm going to get into my friends. Oh, the other thing I said is about this podcast, just a nugget about this podcast, is I did so much work with my training. These nuggets, this experience, the books I've read, that's eight years, eight, nine years of my experience. And then about reading three to four years of books. I've read five books this year. I read a ton last year. This podcast is invaluable because of how much value I've created in myself. So I want you to be that own resource for yourself. Find good podcasts. Uh, find good books that shift, shape your perspective. You have to keep learning and learn from people like me. Yes, I'm tooting my own horn, but that's only because I've learned from so many people above me. Joe Rogan, different podcasts, what else? Which ones? Comedians. Like, all these different things create value in myself. And the thing I want you to know is the more information you share, not only do you get better from teaching it, but it ups your value. So if you're trying to be a leader, you're trying to be a content creator, you're trying to be the best person, the more you share, the more it fuels you, one, to to know more because now your competition or somebody else might know the same information, but it makes you more valuable. Somebody will see you like, oh, wow, that guy knows a lot. I'm going to listen to more about what he says. So keep absorbing as much as you can. Keep learning. And if you don't and you don't learn from other things and you're not and you're trying to hold on to all this information, that's on you. If you if other people are sharing it right and you share it, it just makes everyone involved more valuable. Everybody's perspective is different. Everybody's combination of different things is unique. So if somebody if I had a clone doing the same podcast, I'd listen to it because I know he's probably going to be I'm, I'm hype on learning, right? 
I'm hype on learning. I'm hype on making myself the best I can possibly be. So I'm constantly uh, consuming things from people that are experts, whether it's nutrition, jump technique, uh, businesses, uh, career, entrepreneurship, quality of content, meaning like audio, video. I'm trying to learn about the con- – oh, by the way, I got to say that again. So that enough about that. Audio and video is getting so easy, so accessible, so portable, so fast, so cheap. It's getting crazy. There's going to be so much content. There's going to be such high-quality content, so many people. It's like my phone is almost as good as my $2,000 camera, and it's almost negligible. So even if it's not as good, it's almost like why not just use my phone? It's crazy. You could be anywhere in the world riding in a car, making a high-quality production. It's just crazy the speed of this technology, and you guys should be aware of that. That's all I'm saying. I don't even know if you're into making content, but just the fact that that's happening, there's there's things that are happening faster than you know it. All right, so now the end. To po- Today's plan, by the way, is I went to the gym, did some one foot, felt so good, pushed myself because I'm going to have a big lunch today for a birthday celebration, and I'm excited, and I wanted to get some cardio in, but I felt like doing some one foot, and I felt like my low day today, again, another low day. I still got a one foot dunk on 910. And it felt good. Whenever I raise my baseline on low days, that feels almost better than a peak day because it feels like, okay, even when I'm not feeling that much energy, I still felt athletic. That means I really raised my window. So I felt really good off one foot, very fast, very athletic, but I still wasn't getting that pop. But I I dunked one, cleaned. I had some of my best off-dribble dunks off one foot on a day I haven't practiced it in a while. So it felt really good to hold on to that, just like I was explaining how I hold on to different body parts and intricacies. The one foot is something I practice, and it's I can't practice too often because it, it's, it's a lot of load on my knee. Anyway, held on to that. Super excited to be uh, getting that down. Going to be playing some games soon, getting my cardio up. So stay tuned for game dunks. Everything's going well. I'm so excited for my, my game dunks and my dribble dunks. It's so much fun. It makes me feel super legit like a mother effing beast. Okay, Isaiah and Hoop Mixtape, the last take, and then I'm done. Um, hoop Mixtape called Isaiah out for dunking on low rims. Fact. Isaiah dunks on low rims. That's not every session. That's just sometimes. Everybody does. We all do. I do it too. Did he not list the rim height when he invented do dunks? I don't think he did. And is that a problem? That's where the problem is in Hoop Mixtape's eyes, and I'll give you my take. So I believe Hoop Mixtape believes that that's a problem because he said shortchanging the culture. Why did he say that? This is all my opinion. I believe it's because... Other people see that 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 don't know it's low, and they think it de- they then when they find out it's low, it delegitimizes the culture. And we have big plans for the dunking community, pro dunking in general, maybe hitting the fucking Olympics, whatever. And so he thinks that those dunks are kind of sacred to hit a new dunk, and the standards ten feet, and to claim you hit a new dunk is kind of hurting the integrity of the culture. Now, okay, I get that. That's what I want you guys to understand. That's okay. That's a legitimate concern. When it comes to Isaiah, should he have put the heights on it? Maybe. That's up to him. And the thing is, uh, you the reason why I think it's okay for two reasons is he wants to get views. Instagram is a marketing tool. If you grow your platform, it's better for him, but it's also better for the culture because he's one of the best dunkers in the world, and he also wants to be. So his integrity as a person, maybe you can look at it like he lied, he didn't land the dunk on 10 feet, but I believe he wants to hit all those dunks on 10 feet. I don't believe he's satisfied to hit it on 9-9, 9-8, whatever. I really believe he wants to be one of the best dunkers in the world, if not the best, 
So because he wants to be the best dunker in the world, he knows that the rims are going to be 10 feet in competition. He knows 9-9 is not the standard. Um, should he have said it? Maybe. But the point is, I think it comes down to his character, and he wants to be the best dunker in the world. And besides that, if he cares about 9-9, I, don't, I can't speak for him. But the fact that he's trying to be the best dunker in the world, and he, I believe he wants to— I, this is what I do believe for sure, is that he wants what's best for the dunk community culture. And I, I want to choose to believe that, even if it's false and I'm giving him too much credit. I love the kid. I seen, I've seen his work ethic, and I believe he wants the best for the dunk community culture. And that's where they both are in sync. Hoop Mixtape, Isaiah Rivera, both want what's best for the dunk culture. Maybe not what's best, but they want to raise the culture of dunking. They want to bring it into pro dunking. They want it to be a legitimate sport and bring it as high as it can possibly be. And it's all love. So I don't think either one are trying to sabotage the community. I get the concerns on both sides. I get the the, the both the vision on each side where this is lying, this is not, this is not legitimate, this is not standard. But in the end, I believe they both just want the best for dunking. And that's dunk life in my opinion. So I'm going to leave it at that. All love. I really think we all should just bring each other up. As you know, as the czar of the dunk community, as the mayor of dunk life, I think it's all love. Show love. Don't shun anybody. Don't be down on anybody. Maybe they did it in the wrong fashion. Maybe Hoop Mixtape called him out too uh, violently or whatever you want to call it. He could have said it in a more, uh, what's it called, proper manner. Who gives a fuck? Enjoy. Go dunk. As my boy Michael said, he said, just dunk and shut the fuck up. <laughs> So uh, I love that. It's all love. Push yourself. Don't hold yourself to those low rims. Go hard. Go for 10 feet. We know the standard until our freaking bodies jump out of our skin. We're going to be so tall in so many years. 10 feet is going to be weird. So we don't even know what the fuck's going to be in in a few years. We're going to jump too high. 10 feet is going to be too low. We're going to raise it. It's going to be weird. But the point is every fraction of an inch counts like your boy said. I started this. I know what I'm doing. I've listed every rim height, but you know, not everybody can li- live up to my standards, okay? I'm the best. I saw this a million years ago. Just follow my lead. I'm your, the dunk life leader, okay? We, we live with integrity. We push ourselves. No fucking shortcuts, and that's how we live. I love you all. Just stay true to yourself and be yourself and push yourself. No fucking shortcuts. That's it. Toodaloo.